Running a business is no cakewalk, but with SAP Concur Solutions, you can be ready for anything. You can manage travel, expenses, and AP all on one platform that's packed with AI and best practices, and that delivers it all through an easy, clear, I can't believe how simple that is experience. So while not much can be done about that guy who never fails to burn the microwave popcorn and stink up the entire office, with SAP Concur, you can easily handle almost anything else. Take control of your business finances today at concur.com. That's C-O-N-C-U-R dot com. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hear from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There are moments in life that are so special that you have to capture them and save them forever. They are one of those once-in-a-lifetime events, like your baby's first steps, the first time you bring your family pet home, or your daughter's first dance performance. With iPhone 15 Pro, more storage means you don't have to delete anything that can become a lasting memory one day. And it's important to be able to share these moments with family members who weren't there to see them in person. Store more, share more. Connect with iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T. Get iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T and get an iPad and Apple Watch for 99 cents per month each. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Limited time offer. Requires 0% APR 36-month agreement on each. Well-qualified customers. Other terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash iPhone for details. Thinking of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of 1 carat plus and receive a free natural 1 carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Welcome to Tech Stuff, a production from iHeartRadio. Hey there, and welcome to Tech Stuff. I'm your host, Jonathan Strickland. I'm an executive producer with iHeartRadio and I love all things tech. And it is time for another classic episode of Tech Stuff. This one originally published on August 26th, 2013. It is titled Tech Stuff Gets Tattooed and Pierced. Now, I'm only one of those things, but... Between the time we recorded that show and now, I got another tattoo. So I've got multiple. But yeah, let's go back and listen to this classic episode about tattoos and piercings. Speaking of regular old tattoos, uh, in the interest of full disclosure, I've got two of them. So I can actually talk about the physical experience of receiving a tattoo, as well as the actual uh, science and technology that goes into producing a tattoo. Oh, uh, I have zero tattoos while we're while we're talking about it, but okay. um, I, my ears are pierced. Does that does that help? That, Ooh, that's, hardcore. That's body modification. <laughs> I'm actually also interest of full disclosure. I'm, I'm debating getting an ear pierced. Just just one. Just yeah. one. Okay. Just one. I don't know that it's going to happen too because I I keep thinking I might be too old for that. So let's talk about tattoos. That's a good starting point, right? I mean. 
ear piercing is probably the lowest on the scale because it's the most uh, socially accepted form of body modification in our culture. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one in the, in the United States that uh, ear piercing is that's that's pretty 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 benign. Yeah, very common. So uh-huh. it's no one would blink an eye really, uh, depending upon the type of piercing. I mean, there are more extreme piercings that that some people would look at and go, "Wow, that's pretty extreme." But it's still kind of on the the tame and yeah, at least as far as our society is concerned, right? Right. But uh, tattoos uh, tattoos are one of those things that we have a lot of information about about how they happen. Yes, um, and they are getting more common. According to a 2012 Harris poll, 21 percent of American adults have one, um, including 38 percent of people between the ages of 30 and 39. Yeah, I I fall into that category. Yeah, you know, and I'm actually I'm always thinking about what my next one's going to be. By the way, there's a common saying that tattoos are addictive. That is kind of, well, it's not physiologically true, <laughs> right. but psychologically it is kind of true. Because after you take the plunge the first time, you think, I kind of want more. So clearly when we're talking about tattoos in this podcast, we're really going to be focusing on the way that modern tattoos happen. But it you know, it behooves us to talk about tattooing has a pretty long history. Yeah. Um, a recent documentation from the Siberian Times reported that um, some of the the permafrost preserved uh, uh, like like ice princesses and stuff like that have wow. shown um, from, you know, 5th century BCE have, yeah. have shown um, tattoos much like modern ones. That particular article, strangely enough, didn't link out to any scholarly institutions or, or reporting. So I, I'm a Take little bit... Take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, but, sure. but still... Well, yeah, and then there have been uh, reports of, of you know tattoos being found on ancient Egyptian mummies mm-hmm. from about 2000 BCE, uh, and then of course the the word tattoo we get from a Tahitian word which essentially means to mark, which makes sense, and that uh, that word started to appear in English uh, writing right around the time that old James Cook was exploring the South Pacific, so about 1769. Uh, now. Tattoos are all done in essentially the same way, which involves piercing the skin and inserting some ink. But the tattoo machine is a little more recent. Uh, that comes to us from the late 1800s, so late 19th century. Uh, and that was a improvement by one Samuel O'Reilly yes. on a machine patented by Thomas Edison. Yes. Thomas Edison's machine was not meant to tattoo. It was meant to engrave metal and it was meant to create stencils. And uh, it was called an electric pen also known as the autographic printer, and that was something that was uh, uh, invented right around 1875 or so. But what O'Reilly said was, you know, I'm a tattoo artist. He actually had been a tattoo artist in New York. He was an Irish immigrant, came to New York sometime in the 1870s, set up shop, saw the electric pen by Thomas Edison. And it's interesting because that uh, device that Thomas Edison made never really became popular for what it was designed to do. Mm-hmm. There were other technologies that came along shortly thereafter that made it more or less obsolete. Uh, right. And also, you know, for, for, for hand engraving, yeah, yeah. It, it's a lot um, more efficient to machine engrave than it is to hand engrave. Right. So O'Reilly takes a look at this and says, wait a minute, though, this thing that maybe isn't so great for what it was meant to do might do something else if I just make a few modifications. Yeah, if I just change the tube system to uh, to accommodate ink yep. and... Um, uh, Modify the oscillating unit yes. to drive a needle rather than a. Well, yeah. I, I suppose it was a needle to begin with. Right, right, but it was a different style needle. Yes. Like the needle that was in the electric pen, you would not want to touch your skin because it was enormous. It was huge and yeah. a little bit scary. Yeah, it was. Mm, yes, <laughs> certainly. And uh, it's funny if you want to actually take a look at the patent. 
the patent was issued uh, in 1891 on December 8th because it's on the patent application. You can actually look up patents for free online. Mm-hmm. Uh, Google has a very good patent search, and this one comes right up if you do a, a patent search in Google. Uh, it's patent number 464801, and the name of it is Tattooing Machine. <laughs> uh, both, yes, both both that and Edison's machine. Um, the patents for them still exist, and the illustrations are very fancy and pretty. Yes, um, and I, that, I've seen some really slapdash patent illustrations <laughs> yeah. in my day, but these are top notch. There's some there's some ones for some particularly high tech gadgets that when you look at them, you think, was someone drunk when they drew this? <laughs> and it just shows that you know engineers and artists don't always combine into one person. Right. At any rate. So you look at this patent, it's very interesting. It, it does have that ink reservoir, and it's got the ability to channel ink down to this needle. This needle, by the way, is solid. It's not like a hollow needle or anything. Uh, right. I, I think the idea is that um, the, the needle is contained within a small chamber yes. that holds the ink, and mm-hmm. then when the needle pushes down out through that chamber, it takes, some takes a drop of the ink yeah. with it. Yeah. Right, and it pierces the skin and, and deposits the ink Underneath, uh, specifically in the dermis, yes. because you're going underneath the epidermis, which um, which sheds and cycles so frequently that if you put it in the epidermis, it would stick around for not very long at all. Certainly right. not a lifetime. Like if you have, if you have ever had either, you know, well, a temporary tattoo will just wash off eventually. But if you were to get like a henna tattoo, something that stains the skin, then you know that eventually that skin, no matter how careful you are. That design's gonna go away because you will shed that skin. You know, that skin will end up flaking off of you. It becomes dust, actually. That's what a lot of the dust in our world is. It's Human dead skin, skin cells. That's pretty yeah. gross. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the dust that you encounter on a day-to-day basis, that's pretty much from your body. Happy thought. Anyway, uh, so yeah, the tattoo is permanent because it is actually staining the dermis, as you said, not the epidermis. So we, we're actually looking at a tattoo through the epidermis. Think of the epidermis as kind of like a window. And the dermis is is where you're actually seeing the design imprinted. And um, your typical tattoo needle, according to our article on, on HowStuffWorks.com, there's a, you know, how tattoos work. We actually have this article. Uh, the needle can move between 50 and 3,000 times per minute. Now, that's actually the same frequency as the electric pen that Thomas Edison created. So uh, I suspect that most needles probably move significantly faster than 50 times per minute because that would be... Uh, well, you'd have essentially one a, once a second. So think about that. One, one thousand, two, one thousand. You'd be like, ow, ow, uh, stop it. I, I, I suppose depending upon the um, the type of work being done. Yes. I, yeah. I'm not a tattoo professional. That would be a really interesting question to ask a tattoo professional. Outlining versus shading is very different. Right. I can say, say from experience, both on the, the performance end, not I can't say that from experience, but from the recipient end, I sure as heck can tell you. There's a world of difference in the pain levels that you experience from outlining versus shading. Yeah. Um, now, uh, it's also interesting, you know, your, your, your experience of pain will depend upon several things, like your own threshold of pain, obviously. Uh, mine's actually pretty high, but uh, it also depends on where you get the tattoo. Now, there's certain surfaces where, you know, it's nice and fleshy and you're not going to, uh, you might feel like kind of a buzzing sensation and maybe some tingling, but it's not terribly painful. And then there are other areas where it feels like someone's really pinching you pretty hard, or maybe you're getting like a bit of a bee sting. I've heard that anything close to close to the bone close is very close to the bone. Yeah, I've difficult. Got, I've got one on my left shoulder blade, and any time it got to the point where it was close to the actual bone, was uh, significantly more painful than the rest of the tattoo. 
And I've also got one on my left arm, and anything on the inside of the arm was more painful than the outside. But yeah, so you've got, you know, with your basic tattoo gun, your tattoo machine, you've got the, the unit that the tattoo artist holds in his or her hand, which has a tube that houses the needle. It's got the, uh, ink, uh, um, the, the ink chamber or a little ink thing will, will actually screw into it. Mm-hmm. And then there's usually a foot pedal control that controls the depth of the needle so that the, the tattoo artist can be very precise when, uh, actually putting the tattoo onto your mm-hmm. skin. It'll be more or less a millimeter, depending on, you know, who yeah. you are and where it is. Yeah. And, yep. Yeah. But, um, but about a millimeter is, is, that's that's a pretty good estimation. And uh, it's, the, the machine itself is, is brilliantly simple. Yes. It's based on, um, or it's kind of similar to, to what a sewing machine is, if that metaphor doesn't, or... Totally skeeve you out? Completely skeeve you out. I'm actually perfectly fine with that. Yeah. But I, I guess it's because I've had a couple of tattoos and needles don't typically bother me. But I do understand there are people who have real psychological issues with anything that has to do with needles. With needles, sure. Yeah, yeah totally um, understand that. But but so so the gun the gun contains a circuit that runs through an electromagnet. Mm-hmm. And uh, that circuit is opened and closed via the vibrations of a spring-loaded uh, a reed or um uh like stick a flange. panel flange. Yeah. 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 Um uh, and and those vibrations are controlled by a, a weight like a pendulum that's placed along that that flange. Oh, that, that, I got that you. Sure. Interesting. Um, and now the vibrations are caused by cycling power through the electromagnet. Right. So you got the fluctuating electric uh, uh, magnetic field, and that's going to start causing some vibration. And, uh-huh. and uh huh. And the the reed is connected at the top um, uh, to to the to the base of the needle, and right. therefore the vibrations of it push the needle up and down, and it makes it. Very, very simple to use. Um, very, I mean, the, the, the cycle is, is self-perpetuating until you cut off the electricity supply gotcha. entirely. And so I, you have this simple reciprocating motion, and mm-hmm. that's really all there is and to it. And that's it. Yeah. yeah. It's, it is, so really the, the complexity here comes in the actual execution of making a tattoo. And that's where the artistry and skill really comes in, because operating the machinery is pretty simple. Mm-hmm. It's the, Handling it properly and making sure you're doing not only a wonderful artistic job, but that you're doing it safely. Right. Um, and the safety issue is one of those. Uh, one of the things that I do know very, very well about tattoo parlors is that if it does not smell like a hospital, like a really good, clean hospital, get ye gone. Get out. Yeah. Because yes. yeah. So so for any of you guys out there who are considering tattoos, uh, you know. Make sure you do your research. Check in and make certain that all the different, that whatever tattoo parlor you're looking at is on the up and up, that they follow very strict uh, uh, sterilization processes, that they are very careful to have one use uh, items and then they discard them and they don't ever use them again. Uh, some, some parts of the tattoo machine are reusable and that's perfectly fine and we'll talk about those but even those you make sure they have like an autoclave an autoclave so yes they are they are sterilizing their equipment because you want to heat things to either 250 or 270 degrees depending um, upon the depending pressure. on the pressure and the time length yeah. that you're using yeah and th- we'll talk a little bit about the autoclave specifically in just a second to kind of explain what that is for those of you who don't know but the the whole purpose here is to kill off any kind of bacteria or other organism that could cause infection or disease, and uh, because, like we said, your your what a tattoo is is a you know a whole bunch of little punctures in your skin. Yeah, punctures can get infected. It's, right. it's an open wound. Yeah, yeah. Any kind it of it heals up. Right, but yeah, any kind of wound has the potential to get infected. So uh, it's very important that you find a place that is re- reputable and clean. 
Hey guys, it's Jonathan from 2020. Uh, while you're getting inked and pierced and everything, we're going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back. Running a business is no cakewalk. There is a ton to keep track of. Employees to keep happy, spending to control, travel to plan, and on top of it all, nobody knows exactly what the future holds. Your finance team always has to be ready to change. But with SAP Concur Solutions, you can be ready for anything. You can manage travel, expenses, and AP all on one platform that's packed with AI and best practices. And that delivers it all through an easy, clear, I can't believe how simple that is, experience. And you can finally say goodbye to the costly mistakes and risks that come from manual work and spreadsheets. So, while not much can be done about that guy who never fails to burn the microwave popcorn and stink up the entire office, with SAP Concur, you can easily handle almost anything else. Take control of your business finances today at concur.com. That's C-O-N-C-U-R dot com. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast from Ruby Studio in partnership with Intel. Explore the future of technology that's rapidly evolving our world today with the help of AI. There is still so much work and research needed to fully understand the power and potential of AI and Intel is at the forefront of implementing AI and revolutionary technology that's changing the world we live in for the better. In each episode, Graham interviews the minds transforming medicine and healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more, while pioneering new uses for AI in these spaces. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing. And of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic, oracle.com slash strategic. So the basic parts of this tattoo that you've got the sterilized needle and those are one use. That's that should just you, every time you go to a tattoo parlor, if you're getting a tattoo, the needles they have should be one use needles in sterilized packets that they should open right in front, in of, front you, of you right yeah. before they start their work. Right. They, the, those packets should remain sealed until they are ready to do work. 
So they open it up and they put in the needle into the, the machine, which has already been cleaned in the autoclave, and I'll get to that in a second. Uh, uh, other things that need to be single-use include ink, ink cups, gloves. Uh, all of this kind of stuff needs to be one-use in sterile packaging to minimize the risk of any kind of contamination. So make sure, and it's perfectly fine to ask questions. Any reputable tattoo artist well, will welcome them. Yeah. Right. Because it shows that you have done your research and that you're serious about it. And again, if they're reputable, they'll have no problem answering your questions, being able to show you what what it is they do to stay. Uh, if they uh, give you grief about it, get out of there. Yeah, don't don't go there. Go somewhere else. Yeah. Um, so uh, the autoclave is actually think of it as like a, a a machine that generates lots of heat, pressure, and steam. Those are essentially the three components there. And it's often used uh, in uh, autoclaves are used in, in uh, medical facilities to clean medical uh, equipment. So you, the way it works is you would put stuff in a little pouch. Each one would, each piece of the equipment would get its own little pouch. Uh, this equipment would be things like the needle bar and the tube of the machine. So these would be the bits that would be used again and again. They go into their little pouches. Each pouch has a little indicator. Uh, strip on the outside for when everything is um, has been heated to the correct temperature that the indicates right that it's sterile. Yeah, exactly. It says essentially that that sticker changes color and it tells you, well, it's not a sticker, but the indicator changes color and it tells you everything in here is dead, yo. And so, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it, like you said, it, it can heat, depending upon the settings, uh, the, the general rule of thumb is 250 degrees Fahrenheit or 121 degrees Celsius for 10 pounds of pressure for 30 minutes or 270 degrees Fahrenheit or 132 Celsius at 15 pounds of pressure for 15 minutes. Uh, that is the standard operating procedure. Uh, the tattoo parlor should be following one of those two with its autoclave. And uh, there you go. That is your standard uh, approach to sterilize the reusable equipment. So remember, ask those questions. Make sure you know you do your research. And, uh, and if everything's on the up and up, then enjoy your painful experience. <laughs> it's really not that bad depending upon where you get it. Right. <laughs> and how big the tattoo is and, and and your personal tolerance and the skill of the uh yeah of the artist now, i had an incredible tattoo artist who did both the same guy did both my tattoos and uh and he was just he was not only really skilled at creating beautiful designs he also uh really minimized all the discomfort i mean there was some especially around the shoulder blade area but uh it was it was nothing too intense like it was nothing more intense than you know, a minor bee sting. Right. So assuming you're not allergic to bees and you've experienced a bee sting and it wasn't a big deal, that's pretty much the worst it got for me personally. Right. I, I happen to be allergic to bees. Well, then and, see, for uh, you, if I were to compare it to a bee sting and you'd say, I would die. <laughs> that's not what I mean. Um, other fun questions to ask your tattoo artists are what kind of inks they use. Um, just as an interesting note, sometimes uh, inks contain metallic pigments. And um, if you ever have to go in for an MRI after getting a tattoo with a metallic pigment, it, it's not going to fly out of your body magneto style or anything like that. Yeah. And uh, it's also good just to make sure that, you know, if you have any known allergies, that's obviously something else you need to discuss because there's a possibility that either the ink itself could contain something that you were allergic to, which could be a problem, or that some of the other materials, like they're supposed to, the whole process before they tattoo you, 
they have to uh, uh, clean and shave, shave the and area and soap, disinfect right, it. Yeah, disinfect. Right. So any anything like that, you just want to make sure that you're not going to come into contact some, with something that's going to give you a bad reaction. Yes. And I had one other kind of cool thing. Well, first of all, uh, if you're feeling in a goofy mood, <laughs> we do have a we do have a fake article on how stuff works about tattoos. Uh, one, one of our few. Uh, so. We, we haven't we haven't done it every year, but occasionally How Stuff Works has made a, an April Fool's article on How Stuff Works, and we have one about how animated tattoos work, uh, which is all about electronic tattoos that are uh, it's like electronic devices, right? Uh, right. The story goes that, I, and there's an actual patent for a subdermal LCD screen uh-huh. out there yeah. that exists in the real world right. um, that has never nothing ever really came of it. I think, but yeah. um, but 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 yeah, the the article talks about a little subdermal LCD that's connected to a little magnetic uh, battery right. and a small controller. And yeah, so that you would be able to have a, a tattoo that would actually be like showing video and stuff or have an animation on it that we could run in a loop. Now, there are obviously some, some barriers to that, the big one being that the body tends to not like stuff introduced to it. And we're going to talk more about that when we get into the second half when we start talking about some interesting implants, mm-hmm. that there are dangers of a body rejecting certain materials. And you can't really predict which ones it's going to reject and which ones it's not. There are some that have a, a lower percentage of rejection. And, and even some then, people's immune systems work differently, right. so it's kind of a toss-up. It, and it can change depending upon your activity level too. I mean, if you get a if you get an implant in an area that gets a lot of uh, like a lot of agitation, then that can increase the odds of a rejection, that kind of thing. But we'll get into that in the second half. However, there is a different kind of animated tattoo. It's not really the tattoo itself is not animated, so it's a misnomer, really. But um, there was a guy who goes by the handle, the tattoo handle of Carl, K-A-R-L. Each of those letters is capitalized with a period after it. Sure, like you do. But Carl, in Paris, uh, American as far as I can tell, or maybe maybe Canadian, North American at any rate, he's a tattoo artist working in Paris, created what he calls the first animated tattoo. And it, I even have a date for you, June 16th, 2011, the first animated tattoo. Not really an animated tattoo. It's a tattoo that has... What, what, was it like a flip book? Yeah. He actually got 40 guys and tattooed a stick figure on each of them doing something slightly different and then had them run in a circle. And then, per- no, it's not... That would also be awesome. I don't know where you would be able to convince 40 guys to do that. I am sure that you could, though. <laughs> I've seen a lot of crazy tattoos out there. No, what it was was a QR code. So uh, he had right, a guy right. have a tattoo with a QR code incorporated in it. Now, QR codes, for those of you who don't remember or haven't seen one in a while, um, they they were big for a little bit, but then they kind of like they kind of fell out of favor. It, I was, don't see it, was, them a, as much. it was a marketing gimmick. I, I mean, I I feel like it was over promoted is the problem. It was a fine technology, but yeah. but the way that that Wi-Fi wound up happening. I, I don't think that it was as necessary as people thought that it was going and to be. And there's a lot more work in image recognition, like things that, like a, there are a lot, there's a lot more work now where software can recognize things without there having to be some sort of established pattern there. Right. But essentially it's, it is kind of like the next generation of the barcode. It was, uh, those, those blocky pictures you've ever, if you've ever seen them, they're, they're, a square that have it looks little, a little black bit like squares, a, like a Rorschach them. test kind yeah. of sort of. Except it's all blocky; it's all hard edges. Yeah, yeah. but uh, pixelated Rorschach test. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. And so uh, this was incorporated in the tattoo. And in fact, they didn't know if it was going to work while they're this guy's getting tattooed, and they have no idea <laughs> if it's going to work or not because they don't know. You know, it takes precision again because the digital camera sensor has to 
take a uh, image of this and then the software has to analyze it and interpret that as uh, information in some way. And if the tattoo artist had made a block a little too big or a little too small, it wouldn't it wouldn't uh, it wouldn't have registered. Yeah, it wouldn't it wouldn't coordinate with that information, right? So, in this case, what the QR code did was it prompted the smartphone to then go to YouTube and pull up a video of an animated version of the tattoo design singing opera. Yeah. It's a little bitty round-headed guy with like a little top hat and a big handlebar mustache singing opera in the middle of this tattoo. And then that's that's what the tattoo was. I mean, I mean I've seen some um some aesthetic barcodes on people, you know, I like I, Hitman style. Like base of the skull, Hitman, or you know, I, I, I think there's a probably a lot of science fiction that I'm forgetting that includes yeah. some something like this. Right, but there's probably like some sort of Twelve Monkeys type thing. Yeah, in there. there's totally an episode of reboot, but uh, yeah, oh uh, yeah, that show I don't watch. That show that you upset. don't, right? Yeah, Jonathan from 2020 again. We're gonna take a quick break, but we'll return in just a moment. Running a business is no cakewalk. There is a ton to keep track of. Employees to keep happy, spending to control, travel to plan, and on top of it all, nobody knows exactly what the future holds. Your finance team always has to be ready to change. But with SAP Concur Solutions, you can be ready for anything. You can manage travel, expenses, and AP all on one platform that's packed with AI and best practices. And that delivers it all through an easy, clear, I can't believe how simple that is, experience. And you can finally say goodbye to the costly mistakes and risks that come from manual work and spreadsheets. So, while not much can be done about that guy who never fails to burn the microwave popcorn and stink up the entire office, with SAP Concur, you can easily handle almost anything else. Take control of your business finances today at concur.com. That's C-O-N-C-U-R dot com. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast from Ruby Studio in partnership with Intel. Explore the future of technology that's rapidly evolving our world today with the help of AI. There is still so much work and research needed to fully understand the power and potential of AI. And Intel is at the forefront of implementing AI and revolutionary technology that's changing the world we live in for the better. In each episode, Graham interviews the minds transforming medicine and healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more while pioneering new uses for AI in these spaces. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This Father's Day, shop at the Home Depot to find the perfect gift to help Dad be everything he can be. 
because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. He's the weed-fighting, hedge-trimming, leaf-blowing lord of the lawn. He sees the job, and he gets it done. Because your dad is a doer. So show him you appreciate everything he does with the tools he needs to power up his landscaping game. This Father's Day, give him the convenience and gas-like power of innovative and durable Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything Dad does, everything he is, and everything he can be, find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. Well, that, that's like the big tattoo thing, right? We wanted to cover that pretty extensively because that's one of those that has the really cool toy, if you want to put it that way, the piece of technology. Mm -hmm. But there are other things we can talk about. Uh, obviously, uh, the other basic one we've already mentioned, piercing. Uh, so whether it's your ear or some other part of your body, piercing, you know, of course, that, that involves creating a hole, which jewelry will then pass through. So piercing usually means that you're seeing the ends of a piece of jewelry, right? Whether it's like a barbell or if it's a, a stud or a hoop or whatever, you're seeing the exterior part. That's, oh, right. that's the part that's on display. Yes. There, there's another form of piercing. Um, what's it called? Pocketing? Oh, yeah. Pocketing, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But pocketing's, pocketing's kind of, they call it anti-piercing. And the reason why they call it anti-piercing is that pocketing involves creating pockets of skin. This is where I start getting a little creepy crawly. Uh, like I said, my, my tolerance level is probably fairly normal when it comes to body Getting modification. Totally like normal, squeaked out normal in mm -hmm. the sense of what the society norms are. I don't judge anyone who's gone through and gotten body modification because whatever you want to do to to assert your identity, that's awesome. As yeah. long as you're not hurting anyone else, I'm totally for it. It's just that if I look at it, I might go, "Ooh, that that looks like that must be uncomfortable." But pocketing, essentially, what that means is you create these pockets in the skin surgically. You actually cut open and create surgical pockets, which. I'm guessing at some point need to be lined with something to keep it from being just an open wound. But the jewelry is inserted, the ends of the jewelry are inserted in either pocket. So think of two pockets that are facing one another. And then the jewelry, the end of it fits in one and the other end fits in the other. And so the, the middle of the jewelry is exposed as opposed to the ends. The ends of the jewelry are inside the pocket, so they are out of view. And this can be done in lots of ways. Like if you make really deep pockets, you can make this kind of super cool but very creepy effect of the skin being pulled apart because you're seeing these like ribs of metal. Sure. I saw it in one guy's arm where he had done the inside of his forearm where he had uh, these deep pockets. So, you know... Maybe the last, I don't know, quarter inch or so of the jewelry was under the skin and the rest was exposed. The middle part was exposed. Now, piercing, of course, that, that's where you just have the hole that the metal or whatever, the jewelry fits through mm -hmm. and the ends are on display. And that's, again, a, a not at all a new thing. I know that records of nostril piercing go back as far as 4,000 years in the Middle East and that both ear and nostril piercing are mentioned in the Bible. Yeah. yeah, these are ancient forms of of expression, identity, sometimes it's religion. A, sometimes it's religious, sometimes it's uh, a, a tribal identification. I mean, the, this is something, you know, the way of uh, uh, adorning ourselves, I mean, that that's something that goes back to prehistoric times. So uh, now, obviously, with piercing, you have several of the same 
concerns that you do with tattooing. You're talking about creating essentially uh, creating a wound oh, in yourself, yeah. and so you want all the equipment and the person delivering the equipment unto you to be um, as sterile as possible. Yeah, yeah. AKA totes sterile. Yeah. So, uh, like, I know there are a lot of. Uh, piercing like key or there used to be i don't know if there still are but when i, I remember when i was growing up there were a lot of the little places in the mall like where piercing they, pagoda or, yeah. or like at a claire's or whatever yeah, like a little kiosk and they would have the little piercing gun and stuff <laughs> totally not not a good idea because that's that's a recipe for disaster if you don't if, know how they are sterilizing their equipment uh, again if, if if you know if anything that's coming into contact with you um, if they have an autoclave in the back and anything that's coming into contact with you has is just being opened in front of your face then that's that's that's, that's a pretty good sign pretty good sign um, but I would always I mean like every person I have ever talked to who is in to any level of body modification whether it's someone who just enjoys piercings or it's someone who enjoys some of the things that again that I would I would think of as more extreme they all say go to a Go to a professional pier- parlor. Yeah, a piercing parlor, a place mm-hmm. where that's what they do. Mm-hmm. And in fact, there's one near my home, which is where I would go and go on if I go and do it. <laughs> but um, I, I did, I did get my ears pierced when I was yeah, like 12 or something like that at like a Claire's. And yeah, a mall. Yeah. But and and I have never, they've never been infected. It's always been fine. Sure, sure. But, no, it's and it's not like yeah, we don't want to say that if you if you have had this done that you you're in you're terrible li- danger. You're living on borrowed time. <laughs> we just mean that the the you know if you're considering this kind of stuff, these are the places that are going to be traditionally... The most safe. Yes, the most safe. So, uh, again, again, same thing. You ask questions when you get yeah. there. You ask them how they, how they handle their equipment, which pieces of their equipment are reusable versus one use only, how do they, they take care of things after it's all done. You know, and it's good to ask questions. It's all, whenever your safety and health are concerned, ask questions. Hey there, guys. Hope you enjoyed that classic episode of Tech Stuff. If you have suggestions for future topics I should cover on the show, please reach out on Twitter or Facebook. The handle at both of those is TechStuffHSW, and I'll talk to you again really soon. Tech Stuff is an iHeartRadio production. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Running a business is no cakewalk, but with SAP Concur Solutions, you can be ready for anything. You can manage travel, expenses, and AP all on one platform that's packed with AI and best practices, and that delivers it all through an easy, clear, I can't believe how simple that is experience. So, while not much can be done about that guy who never fails to burn the microwave popcorn and stink up the entire office, with SAP Concur, you can easily handle almost anything else. Take control of your business finances today at concur.com. That's C-O-N-C-U-R dot com. Thinking of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. 
Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like... Whoa. And... Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer.